We're back. Uh, Dave Nordman, executive editor of the Telegram Gazette with Tim Murray, CEO and president of the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. Tim, before we uh, before we broke, uh, we talked uh, talking about the national and state implications of coronavirus, but uh, obviously uh, hitting closer home. Um, much uh, much has happened here in Worcester, Worcester County, and, and much is being done Um by city government, uh, private citizens, and and you at the uh, the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, when we think of you know where we were pre you know COVID nineteen you know levels, uh, if we're going to get back to pre pandemic levels of employment, you know it's about flattening the curve safely and slowly, you know, reopening and getting consumers back. And why? Well, consumers represent seventy percent of the Massachusetts economy, and um, you know, if we're going to get that humming, there's got to be that confidence so that people, you know, want to go out. And then from a municipal and a state, you know, a perspective, cities and towns rely on state aid to, to fund local aid, help fund city and town services, as well as the schools. Uh, the income tax is the single source of tax revenue, you know, uh, single most important source of tax revenue for the state. It's uh, 56% of all taxes collected. So you can see how interrelated and cyclical this is in terms of the, the not only the health and well-being of individual businesses and sectors of the economy, but as well as state government and local government. And so uh, that's why, you know, we've been working closely with the city, closely with the state to try to you know, put ideas on the table, policies that can be pursued that can uh, allow us to uh, prime the pump, if you will. Um, and there's a lot happening at the state house right now in terms of various, not only the budget, but various pieces of legislation, which can tie into tie into that. And uh, so, you know, at the chamber, we're also uh, you know pushing our programs forward. One of the things that um, you know, Telegram just did a nice story on about the Worcester skyline changing with the rise of Polar Park. Uh, we're going to have Dan Ray, the executive vice president of the the, the Worcester soon to be Worcester Red Sox, uh, speaking at our business after hours, which we do, we're doing virtually on August nineteenth. Uh, he'll come on and talk a little bit about where we are with, with the, the Worcester Red Sox and Polar Park. Answer some questions. So. Anyone wants to join us for our business after hours, we've opened up our chamber member services to, to non-chamber member businesses. A good chance to kind of learn what the chamber does and how it can help your business. So on August 19th at 4 o'clock, join us for the first half an hour with uh, Red Sox, Worcester Red Sox Executive Vice President Dan Ray. And where is that and, and how do people sign up? Yeah, so it's a virtual virtual uh, business after hours. So people go can go on to the chamber website, WorcesterChamber.org. Email us at info at WorcesterChamber.org or call us at 508-753-2924. And we've already also begun planning for our September Breakfast Club. That's one of our big events. Traditionally, we, we gather in person. We have three or 400 people. This will be our second Breakfast Club virtually. And we're thrilled that Bruce Platzman, president and CEO of AIS, uh, and they employ 800 people in Lemonster. Uh, manufacturing furniture, office furniture, um, and equipment for major organizations, small small businesses, and they employ 800 people. Three shifts uh, in Lemonster and uh, manufacturing in Massachusetts, making it in Massachusetts, and here in the United States. And Bruce has got a phenomenal story about how this country a company has grown, what manufacturing means to the state and to this country, and an initiative that they've taken to create Rosie the Riveters across the country to help make masks for for nonprofits. So Bruce, uh, energetic. 
dynamic guy who's a proven manufacturer. We're, we're thrilled that, that he'll be able to share his story with us at our breakfast club, which is uh, sat, uh, Thursday, September 3rd, and at 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Same thing, if people want to register, they can call us at the chamber, go on the website. Yeah, lots of, uh, I mean, lots of good happening. And you mentioned, uh, you know, the Telegram story on Polar Park and Ed Augustus, I think, said it and and others have said it. But, um, you know, seeing that, um, you know, seeing that uh, facility, that building kind of rise up in the skyline, um, I think people see it going up and uh, and. Uh, I don't know if they see a light at the end of the tunnel of all this saying, you know, like that's their uh, that's their benchmark. That's their their hope. They kind of see this building and um, when it's finished, we're going to fill it. And so did you kind of get that same sense of, of I do. Optimism? I mean, uh, you know, as long as the human race has uh, been here, there's always been, uh, you know, a longing or, or wanting to to gather to get together to see old friends till we meet again think of all the the songs poems and stories that have been centered around that and so I, I think people very much are looking forward to yeah, post-COVID when we can get together at the ballpark. and You hear of all the projections and the predictions, and some you listen and some you believe, but um, you know we can hope that by next April um, that uh, that ballpark is, is finished and, um, and it's filled with people watching uh, opening day. No, it is. And, you know, I, I, people often ask, you know, what is then the COVID-19 situation met for the central mass economy, which was, you know, in, enjoying, you know, real momentum. And, you know, it has certainly stalled it, but it has not stopped it. You know, the fact that construction and interest on projects continue to go forward, you know, there's going to be a ribbon cutting soon for the second table talk facility, brand new manufacturing facility in South Worcester, keeping those jobs in the city. Uh, because of a TIF and, and a committed local ownership. But that's going to open up a development opportunity next to Polar Park that was never factored in when this whole project was generated. And so, you know, while there should be questions and debate about it, I think occasionally, you know, there are people out there just focused on pointing out to the negative aspects of this when there's a whole host of positives uh, in terms of reinvestment into the city and in concentric circles around the ballpark, the jobs, the interest, the notoriety that it it has generated in in, in bringing new inquiries and and people into the city. I was just over at... uh, one of the, the coffee shops downtown and over the weekend and grabbing a coffee, doing a little bit of work and heard a young woman come in, say, talking to the bar- barista serving her coffee, saying she just moved here from Newton, um, you know, to, to, to downtown Worcester. So I, I think, you know, we need density downtown. We need people working and living downtown and throughout our, our region. And the more amenities there are, family-oriented things for people to do, uh, that's a plus, and, and certainly Polar Park and the Red Sox are going to be uh, a, 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 an asset in that regard. Yeah, and you hear, um, and, and too often, and my opinion is people kind of, you know, they're, they've got their head down, they're worried about what's happening to them and their small communities, and they don't, they don't realize that that coronavirus and COVID has affected everybody around the world. So when we do come out of this, and we will, um, it's what towns and what cities and what communities uh, are best positioned to make their recoveries. And I think that that's, from the sounds of things, that's what the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce and the city of Worcester is focusing on, is is how do we position ourselves to, um, when this does end, um, 
to, um, you know, we're not going to be in a better spot than we maybe were in February of 2020, but we can be one of those strong communities to come out of this in a better place than others who aren't preparing. That's absolutely right. I think the diversity of our economy, the number of different sectors helps us. I mean, we talk about Polar Park, we talk about Table Talk, traditional manufacturer, long-time Worcester company, but we've also seen at the Reactory, the new biomanufacturing park next to the biotech park just in the last several months, Wuxi, major Chinese manuf- biomanufacturer coming in, $100 million plus you know, project, a couple hundred jobs approximately, just this past week announced a proven local central mass developer who's done things throughout the Northeast, has formed a uh, Galaxy Life Sciences, bought the second parcel at the reactory. So things continue to move, maybe not at the pace we were used to, but the fact that it's moving in the midst of this health and economic crisis is a good sign, and, and we just got to keep pushing. That's Tim Murray, CEO and president of the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. As always, Tim, thanks for joining us. Thank you.